Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Swarfcast. Before we start, we have a quick favor to ask you. If you love the show, please rate it and write a review on your podcast app or tell somebody about it. It really makes a difference for us and we'd appreciate it. Okay, on with the show. There's a kind of a hard rule, you know, in uh, this manufacturer A shop uh, where they don't really want to go over 80% capacity. And that's because there's always that oh crap moment where their best customer comes in and is like, hey man, I really need you to do these parts. Can you do it for me? And they want to be able to respond immediately. This is Swarfcast. I'm Noah Graff. On today's podcast, we're talking about a company that provides capacity for machining firms that lack resources to meet clients' needs. Our guest is Greg Paulson, Director of Application Engineering for Zometry. Zometry provides manufacturing on demand by using a manufacturing partner network of over 3,000 companies. Looking for a screw machine, rotary transfer machine, or CNC machine? Graf Pinkert's got you covered. When you're buying any used machine, you're taking a risk. So it's important to buy from someone who knows their stuff and who is going to give you straight information about what you're buying. Graf Pinkert is a family-owned firm that's been dedicated to selling great machine tools to the turn parts industry for 75 years. It specializes in the top multi-spindle brands, including Index, Schutte, Gildemeister, Tornos, ZPS, Acme, and Wickman. They also sell a variety of other types of used equipment, such as CNC Swiss, CNC turning centers, and parts washers. Machine tools are complicated. If you're going to buy one, you should go to people who are knowledgeable and committed to the industry. Learn more at www.graffpinkert.com. That's www.graffpinkert.com. I am very happy to have Greg Paulson, Director of Application Engineering at Zometry. Welcome to the show, Greg. Hey, happy to be here. Yeah, so it, you your your company is very interesting. We heard about it maybe a week or two ago. You guys called us to advertise, which is always a pleasant surprise. And so the more research we did, the more interesting it was and we felt it was really we both felt it was it was a good idea to do a podcast. So, Let's just start uh, first by you telling us uh, what Zometry is, and then I want to get a little bit of your background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's it's a really interesting business model, and it actually blends in well with my background because I've come from a mix of product development and working with, you know, machined or manufactured parts, additive manufacturing. And, uh, you know, in the past, I've run into this problem of sourcing where you are sending out, you know, five or six RFQs, you know, you have your, your spreadsheet saying, please fill, fill out quantity one, five, 10, 25, 50, seeing where your price breaks are. And then you send it out and wait. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't hear back. Sometimes it's, you know, four or five days later. And then I joined on this team at Zometry and their whole goal is to essentially eliminate the RFQ process for most basic parts by putting AI right into uh, the front of that. And what that really means to us is like Zometry, so it's X-O-M-E-T-R-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Zometry's website, you can upload a 3D CAD file, 
and it'll instantly give a price. It's not instant submission of quote. It's literally giving you a price that you can buy right then and there, as well as a lead time for spec manufacturer components. So Zometry has a full listing of uh, CNC machining, uh, sheet metal, injection mold materials, as well as a bunch of 3D printing processes and materials under that. I think we have over 60 different 3D printing materials, over seven different processes. What about so like more high volume stuff? A lot of mm -hmm. our uh, audience, you know, they're going to make volumes of 10,000, 100,000, a million parts. Do you guys do jobs like that too or not yet? We do, and I'm going to put a caveat on that because it's also very process dependent, right? So, for example, 3D printing, I'm probably going to suggest an alternate process as you're scaling up uh, from there. But from like a kind of a contract manufacturer standpoint, I think we can also pair up really well because what Zometry does is we're not just a here's your price get going site, uh, we actually have a distributed manufacturing partner network. So our business model is based off uh, Zometry being this storefront that connects work with those who are best able to produce it. So we have, uh, we have over 3,000 manufacturing partners. Most of these are small business manufacturers uh, from all different disciplines, like I said, machining, sheet metal fabrication. That's actually like one of the main uh, groupings that we have. Uh, on this network, and they have their sweet spots. You know, there may be one where it's you know they have a lineup that's ready for full product production. You know, Swiss term machine uh, lining. Um, there may be some that are you know uh, job shops where they want you know high mix, high value uh, work coming through. And we're actually able to take a look at that specific detail, like the what's what's needed for that job based off the specifications, the quantities needed, and intelligently pair it with those shops that are able. Those, those shops on our partner network. So you're a matchmaker. We are a matchmaker. You know, it's it's a matchmaker, and it's, it's there's actually a phrase for it uh, coined in 2017 called uh, MAAS, Manufacturing as a Service. And we're kind of the, I, I would say, the leaders in the MOS movement, which is this this whole idea of like almost taking the gig economy and uh, and turning uh, the traditional RFQ process as opaque and you don't know why you got a price this way when you got a price this way from someone else and putting you know a, a basically a, a a baseline heartbeat on that model because we have this network giving this feedback of what a typical part price should be we actually are able to figure out what's market fair what like what is a price that a customer expects and what is the price that a machine shop expects to do this job for and we're actually able to do that I, I that's amazing however so to make sure you know my background so mm -hmm. in addition to doing the journalism thing, I'm a machine tool dealer. Mm -hmm. We specialize in the higher production, um, like multi-spindle screw machines and rotary transfer machines, etc. So, you know, I deal in a world where values are, it's a very fluid thing. And I know I talk to customers too. And I mean, they're they're negotiating even, you know, an automotive company, they're negotiating on like by the cent. So maybe there are certain items that are easier to find a, a market price. But how are you guys able to come up with this equation to figure out what the market price is? And is it fluid after you come up with this? It, so it is it is fluid. I will say our sweet spot on the auto quote side is that uh, relatively lower volume, especially if you're talking yeah. about the type of uh, work that you're doing. Uh, so uh, sub thousand uh, needs for that. A lot mm -hmm. of our work is uh, usually in the you know single digits to the you know dozens of parts. 
uh, that we see coming through. Yeah, that's super valuable too. Uh, it's just a different feel. Yeah, we, we don't have a minimum quantity order for this. But actually, a lot of our customers, um, including some of our major investors, they were customers first like uh, GE, BMW, Bosch, uh, and Dell. Um, they use us because it's really hard on their supply chain, which is set up for that CM. To get, to get a small volume. Yeah. You know, that makes, that makes total sense because it's often that, that one little thing you need and we find that too, if we're like setting up a machine for somebody, we need a certain attachment made or yeah. something. And then you have to find that person and then you have to, they're like, yeah, you know, it'll be six weeks. And you're like six weeks to get us this one little part. So I guess that totally makes sense. So if a big guy wants, you know, a onesie, twosie, that's like the perfect thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it works really well. And actually, uh, I, I have a couple scenarios that I've talked with some of our, these are actually some of our manufacturing partners, and it's kind of like a slashy, it's manufacturing partner slash customer. Um, so here's a couple uh, examples that I've seen uh, that are really common across uh, manufacturers using Zometry as kind of almost a machine shop extension. So uh, situation one is, uh, there's a kind of a hard rule, you know, in uh, this manufacturer a shop uh, where they don't really want to go over 80% capacity. And that's because there's always that oh crap moment where their best customer comes in and is like, hey man, I really need you to do these parts. Can you do it for me? And they want to be able to respond immediately. And if you're running at 100%, uh, your response is always backlogged or you're yeah. always shifting something away. So they actually strategically- Or you need to are, buy a new machine or yeah, yeah. get a new person. Yeah. Yeah, so we we bridge that by basically they they once they hit over that percentage they start outsourcing to us and what's nice is we we pair we just stick to the quality schedules that they need, uh, and we're and by the way, uh, um, Zometry is you know ISO nine thousand one AS ninety one hundred, so we're able to do some uh, a really high spec work and we have all, CMMs you name it we have all the inspection equipment to verify this work, and uh, so we do that in parallel while they're they're kind of managing their capacity. Um, the other example is uh, you have this job. Someone sends you that RFQ or sends you that this this uh, technical data package, and there just happens to be stuff that you don't run. Like uh, say you're a you know a machine shop and you machine all day long, but you get a sheet metal part in there. And so the other side of that is we are just kind of that shop extension where the where the easy button to upload, specify your part, you get your quote. You could actually use that, you know, add some margin to it, use it on your bid to your customer. And then that secures work, and it also kind of guarantees margin for you because you already know the price that you're going to pay and how much it's going to cost you for that work. So it's a it's another idea where you can actually get take the full encompassment of work from uh, uh, from that customer, and that customer is you know getting provided by the service of just having one one place to right. go. Right, fills 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 the little gaps. Yeah, and then of course you could be a manufacturing partner, which is the other side of that. Right. We have so so yeah. so yeah. So so. Yeah, explain that. So you first you have the people who need the work done, and mm -hmm. then you have the people that are going to do the work. So how does that work? Yeah, so um, if you go to Zometry's website uh, and you're a manufacturer, and like say, say for example, you're just looking to get work to fill capacity, or you're looking for a major revenue stream, uh, Zometry is a good fit for that. Um, and particularly like if you have different certifications that kind of escalate up like AS level, like AS9100 or ITAR, uh, you know, there's, this is a, just a, such high demand in our, our business right now. 
uh, and you can sign up. Uh, you kind of start creating your profile, which is you know what type of machines are you operating, what you know what's your sweet spot, what materials you like, what materials do you not want to see, um, and uh, fill out our NDA because everything is secure and confidential through our link. Uh, and what happens is our partner management team uh, they will reach out and get some more information from you and uh, make sure that we're a good fit. And then we actually give you a part to make. I was going to say, is, how do you vet yeah, these people? We, we vet them by doing. Uh, so we actually pay you to build a part. And uh, and it does a couple things because we have a full digital control. So what our partners see is this manufacturing job board, which is what's available. It allows them to review the work. Once they take that work, it's an instant PO and they can get started right away. And they can follow and track through the progress of that job digitally on our platform. So it, it works kind of side by side with your own internal ERP if you have an ERP system in play. Um, it allows us to make sure we know the steps of those and make sure there's any critical milestones or if there's a hand that needs to be raised, we're able to respond immediately to it. Um, but it allows you to work that digital um, interface, uh, get a part made, it comes back to our inspection team, and we get to review it. And that's kind of the first, first barrier to entry before we start doing live work. We have progressive scaling of work, so we kind of do a crawl, then walk, then run approach with our partners. So for the first uh, 30, 60 days, you may be taking some smaller revenue jobs, uh, and that's basically, again, half the time is just getting used to our system uh, because we, we don't want you to start drinking from the fire hose and realize, ooh, I bit off uh, more than I can chew here. And then we accelerate uh, what levels of revenue and what level of parallel work you could take on board. So you give people several tests before you... Uh to vet them. Yeah, and and but this is probably one of the only times that, the- that that's a con- that would be a big concern to me if I'm like if <laughs> you know, if I've got yeah. a huge this this you know, you screw up once and then you're screwed. So, I'm going to go to this sort of one-stop shop and cross my fingers and you know, who knows who they're getting to do it. You have to have a lot of faith. So I, I think that's actually uh, one of the biggest things, and uh, that what's nice about uh, like like I always talk about the challenge of like I used to be the guy who would go to a shop, you know, I go to I go to your shop and walk around, you know. So yeah, where were where were you where were you working? Back up a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, I'm I'm Greg Paulson. I'm I um, I'm I do application engineering here at Zometry, which is I talk about all our processes and help kind of consult um, both internally and externally with customers. Um, the project needs and what are probably the best next steps, materials, et cetera, for. But I came from uh, product development and manufacturing um, at, from a company uh, out of mid, in mid Virginia, and what was uh, it called? And it was called Prototype Productions. Uh, and they actually like the engineering team actually branched off into another uh, another company uh, after I left. Uh, but uh, what was really unique about that was I had experience with our internal machine shop. Uh, I personally come from uh, applied additive manufacturing, so I ran Ooh. their rapid prototyping uh, business. And we also had electronics manufacturing all in shop. And I did a lot of uh, work with injection mold, working with uh, vendors for that, sheet metal, working with supp- suppliers, part finishing. So I happen to be exposed to a lot of different manufacturing processes. And it was, I mean, just fantastic because you could be a little bit dangerous with the job because sometimes we just had a deadline and you had to just start doing spaghetti tests and throwing projects, uh, you know, throwing things at the wall until they stuck to, to get the job done. 
Uh, so I, I had a lot of experience on that applied side of manufacturing and and uh, and some of the more novel stuff like additive manufacturing. Do you have a lot of engineers like yourself at the company in different specialties? Yeah, I, I think that's actually one of the cooler things about us is uh, when you go to like if you uh, join the partner network, you're going to start talking to some of our uh, leadership uh, on the partner side and also from our manufacturing side. Um, many of our team members are actually you know thirty plus years in the industry as experienced machinists, machine shop managers, owners. So even when we have a like say we have a challenge where there's an off-angle hole or surfacing requirement or something that's a challenge for um, a partner who takes on work, they could actually give us a call and we can oh. literally walk them through their fixed stream strategy, uh, tool set, steps, setups. So you will work with the partners to help them solve yeah. the problems. We, we are a lot of carrot. Uh, we, we, uh, we, have, we have the stick too, but the goal I'm, is the carrot. That's, Im yeah, that's yeah. impressive if you can go, you must have some real aces if, if it's working. Wizards. How often? How often does it happen though, where you go and they're like, "Yeah, get the hell out of here!" Like we don't, or I guess they, you go when they call you. Well, so any any work that takes on that a partner takes on, we're not saying you got this work. What we're saying is we give them the opportunity to review the work. They're not bidding against this. So our standard workflow is we give them what the price we're going to pay. So, hey, I'm going to give you $4,162. I need these 16 parts. Uh, you know, it'll probably require a four-axis four machine here. There's 16 tapped holes. Um, it'll be need to be, you know, chem fill, masks, and then, uh, then powder coat. And uh, they can review that work, take a look at the price, and say, yep. And when they press go, that's that's it's a PO. But there's no obligation to take. You could always uh, pass on the job if it's not a good fit or you're you're at capacity, uh, and it'll go to the next available uh, manufacturer that's capable of doing that type. So you of have work. a lot of redundancy in case somebody flakes out. Yeah, we it's it's that dynamic capacity. Actually, a really good example right now. Um, uh, you know, we have California wildfires going yeah, on, yeah. and we have a ton of manufacturers out in California. And I mean, we build relationships with our manufacturing partners and they'll proactively call and, and actually we proactively call too any major weather event, uh, anything like this. And we take a look at that geographic area. We reach out to them and be like, hey, you know, let's talk, you know, is this is at risk because uh, we would much rather for both for both stakes uh, take work and redistribute it to the network where it's at, it's at less risk. And they also want to do the same thing because, I mean, if you're like me, we're manufacturers, we're craftsmen. Like you, you have an emotional bond with the work you're doing, and you don't want to let anybody down. You have, you have, you have an emotional work with with the parts you're making. I, I do. I, I, I've, have you ever seen someone like a, um, uh, someone try to set up a fixture and just it's always like a little off, and they just, you know, they're sweating uh, over that. It's kind of the same thing when you're building a part. Like you know, you want to make sure that it is right and it's going out the door. Uh, I, I like the saying, like it's not a bad part till it leaves the building. So you know, you spend a lot of time making sure that things are going going out right. But you you're okay with being sort of the overseer, middleman, as opposed to being uh, the one on the front lines. Yeah, I, I live vicariously through our customers. <laughs> is is how I say it. But yeah, it's. Uh, Again, like this whole the whole quoting experience and everything is completely free. Uh, so you could actually go on and click drag upload a three D file and just it's just you know spits out the price and you can see that right away. So what if somebody doesn't like the price? What if somebody says, "No, this is BS. I know I can get it somewhere else better." Can they come to you and be like, "Do better"? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we actually have um, a, a team that the application engineering team. Uh, and do do, pe- do people typically do that? <laughs> it, it depends. Uh, the truth is, we instantly price and we have competitive rates because we actually aim for that pricing of comp- of shops that had that sweet spot already. So you know, if it's a machine Delrin, we're not doing gen- general machine Delrin pricing. We're doing machine Delrin for shops that love machining plastic, and so our pricing is already competitive. Uh, for that specific uh, type of type of project, material, geometry, uh, et cetera. But say we do have something larger, like a competitive contract to review, um, we have a cost, es- a cost es- estimating team. Again, these are people with decades experience uh, in their specific fields, like CNC machine estimation, additive manufacturing, uh, injection molding. And we're able to review that and and actually kind of engineer the sale of that. So we have we have an entire fantastic team. Uh, behind uh, Zometry's platform, so it looks you know slick and modern, but it's actually but behind that too is we have you know kind of grizzled veterans of the industry, and I, that's who I love working with. I, I love working with the folks on the on the shop floor to solve problems. Listeners, do you have an idea for a future episode of Swarfcast, or is your company interested in advertising on the Swarfcast podcast? If so, please send us an email at swarfcastpodcast at gmail.com. That's swarfcastpodcast at gmail.com. So you're going into shops all the time? I wish. Uh, I wish I had more more uh, freedom. I, I do more of the technical education and, uh, than, of course, our, our internal shop. So most of our internal uh, facility is uh, quality assurance, so we get a lot of parts coming to us. Okay. So part of that vetting process for manufacturers – uh, before, like, you can graduate up to blind shipping, which would be your your direct shipping from your facility directly to the customer with Zometry labels. Oh, without it actually going to Zometry? Yeah. But, but for, to start off, um, all work comes through Zometry. It's a double QA. So essentially, the first work's QA'd by the manufacturer. The second work's QA'd and validated by, by us. See, that makes sense to me. How often is it where it just goes straight there? Well, so our manufacturing partners have something called a partner success score. And it's kind of like a score out of 100 that's based off um, uh, quality first, uh, timeliness of delivery uh, second, um, uh, communication and activity and other activities uh, within the Zometry network. And so once they get it, as they keep uh, their scores up, which is basically I'm, I'm doing work that's right and I'm doing work that's on time uh, and I'm, I'm doing work frequently. So I'm keeping, you know, keeping up the job board. That's that's how you graduate through like how much work you can take on and how much work you can parallel. And as you keep up that score over a certain period of time, um, we can start moving and kind of uh, releasing you to do direct ship uh, on work. So it is it is definitely a graduate graduated process and also a feedback loop. It's probably one of the only time manufacturers actually see how they're doing on work because we could say, hey, this this docked you up two points. Hey, this knocked you down four points. You know, and, and they can actually see and get feedback. That's interesting. Which is something. I'm not sure as a manufacturing, like if, if you mess up, usually what happens is you don't see your customer again. So like we actually, again, the we have more carrot than we have stick on building up our manufacturers. So, but wait, so if they mess up with you guys, you just say, go back and do it over again? Or is it basically you messed up, we can't trust you? It, we we look at the we look at the score and we take it we look at it as an entire system. As far as I, as far as we go, you know, obviously we have customers that we are serving. Uh, so if there's an NCMR or RMA uh, pro- program going through, we're going to go through the appropriate steps, whether that is a you know rework, remake, um, uh, etc. Uh, for for that, so we figure out the disposition uh, cause and walk, work through Zometry's quality system 
uh, to make sure that happens. As far as how we work with the, the partners from that, it really depends on kind of their trends. Like it could, you know, it, it, there's stuff happens in machine shops and we get that. But we understand also if there's, if, if there's trends, then there's, you know, PIPs and other improvement programs. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out how you get this price, right? Because some people have different kinds of machines. Yeah. Some people are in different regions. Uh, some people, you know, where the labor is cheaper. Yep. Some people are just smarter than others. So uh, how do you get how, – how are you able to come up with this number? Yeah, so – uh, kind of the heart of Zometry, uh, we use something called machine learning, uh, and it's a portion of kind of artificial intelligence. Uh, so it's, it's software-based artificial intelligence that is actually looking at multiple variables from the you know complex geometries of a part, like you know you know so looking at the features of that 3D model, uh, the materials, processes, finishes, quantities um, that are you know selected, and what we think the price is, and then comparing it against what the actual market took the price at. So we have our market, which is these 3,000 manufacturing partners, and they're our feedback loop. So like if we, you know, uh, have a job and we eat it, you know, we eat our hats on it where we're actually doing the work as a loss, that feedback loop is then incorporated in. We try to figure out what was different about this versus other parts. We figure out a better way to detect and measure that. And uh, we dynamically work work this algorithm through, but it's it's based off feedback because we are a full loop system. Because it's amazing how it can literally. I tried it before the interview mm -hmm. to my impression of the whole thing, mm -hmm. and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I took a print, which you guys gave me, but it was a print of a part, and then I put it in the computer, and then within a s seconds, it came out with a price to make it and a delivery date. It was like in a week, mm -hmm. maybe it was two weeks or something. And so, yeah, that was, that seemed miraculous to me. It's, it's pretty amazing because it's a, uh, I like to like conceptualize it as parts that are like this in this technology, in this material at this quantity should cost this much is kind of what it boils down to. So we are, we're actually pushing this, uh, you know, pushing, all this data that we've taken, uh, you know, over you know five years of being professional manufacturer, and we're using that to feedback uh, and actually build out, you know, uh, again these AI machine learned models that uh, will spit out these appropriate prices. And it is it is kind of it's mad science, really. Uh, like uh, it's it's kind of amazing how it works, but it is super quick. Uh, like you said, it's seconds to get pricing and and lead times on that. What if it was a hundred thousand piece order? So a hundred thousand piece order, that's where you know my team would come in. That's where we sit back and we're like, listen, at this point you're creating a work cell. You're not you're not just machining apart with the machine standard equipment you have. You're building out a work cell because every single lift of a tool, every single tool set requirement, every single thing that I put into my uh, tool changer is a step that adds seconds and can add pennies or dollars or whatever to the to the project. So that's where you work on that engineering side. So that so for for so for a lot of our customers that are doing high volume, our customers are doing both. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the people that are doing high volume they're not going to get their thing back in seconds. This is going to go to like a team that's going to analyze it and then how long yeah. would that take? 
Um, usually we'll, we'll take a look at that. Well, we may actually select a, some partners that we know could do that job uh, effectively and work work directly with those manufacturers source. So there's there's some options actually that we have and we're introducing more uh, for you know manufacturer to manufacturer or customer to manufacturer communication. Um, one of the coolest things that's come out recently is our uh, of two things, uh, Zometry supplies and the finishing network. Uh, but the finishing network, so say you do have your Swiss turn, um, uh, Swiss turn manufacturers. They just got some new machines. They have high va- high volume production runs, and these parts require a secondary finishing. Maybe it's a passivate. Maybe it's a, um, maybe it's you know anodize or a chem film mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know a, like a stamp. Some some sort of secondary part marking. They could actually go to um, Zometry's website and go to forward slash finishing dash services. You can also just navigate from the homepage there. And then they send send all their parts to yeah. the person you choose. Well, this one's interesting because what what the finishing service does is different than the instant quoting site where you actually put in the scope of the project. And what it does is it gives that information out to our top finishers, so our vetted uh, secondary process finishers. So this is not the manufacturing, but it's a secondary process. And it actually allows you allows um, the customer or the manufacturer to make a direct relationship with that finisher um, all through a single platform. So it, it, it would be like bulk RFQing, uh, but in a much more streamlined manner where you, you put in the information once, you have multiple folks that are able to review it and say, here's my bid, here's my offer. And you can even do the, the actual transaction, like you can do the purchasing and the management of that job directly in one place. So we want to be like right where manufacturing happens, whether it's the, the physical production of the good. Yeah. Uh, and again, our auto cooling side can do full turnkey parts. But to your point, sometimes a conversation is needed. And sometimes we really want that conversation to happen, uh, especially when you have that volume uh, volume work, because there's little nuances, even designed for manufacturability requirements. Um, and like I said, anytime you you uh, take a material tool set at, in volumes, I mean, it could be really big numbers. Well, will people then come into your office and say, I want to see this part here before you send it to my door? Uh, not, not typically. So again, with our partner success score and with our other feedback loops, we're able to, to give that confidence of that work because it's usually not, you know, again, we're, we're not blind on the work that we're sending out. We're working, uh, with these manufacturers. We see how they are. We, we know what their sweet, sweet spots are. And we have, we have data science actually tell that not just kind of like their word for it. We actually see the results of the work. So we, we have, uh, so when we do that type of work, we have very high confidence in the manufacturers that we're working with. And you can do stuff like medical, you could do mm-hmm. aerospace, you could do military, mm-hmm. you can do all the different sectors. Yeah, we automotive. We work in we work in all sectors. Uh, I will say that our strengths uh, vary in different sectors. So, for example, automotive, um, we are we actually used a lot for uh, first off jigs fixtures. Uh, we actually BMW we're making like you know a dozen new fixtures a week for them on the for their assembly line because uh, they like they use a mixture of 3D printing, CNC machining, and other fabrication to make these things. So they like us because they could just choose all the processes and press order at one time on one on one bomb. Hmm. Where uh, automotive, uh, on the more scaled side, we we work more on the injection molding because it has that scalability, low cost per part uh, side of things. Aerospace, we tend to be king with uh, CNC machining uh, because we have a very good selection of um, of you know fifth axis machine machinists on our network. We have great pricing; it instantly prices. You can do multiple finishes. Um, we have these qualified finishers uh, so that can actually hit the the uh, AS needs uh, 
Um, so we, we tend to find these sweet spots and that's what we tend to see focus on. But yeah, depending on the, the service that we're, or the industry we're working in, like we kind of have a little bit for everybody. Because mm. I can't see somebody who's need like needs a bone screw made, like feeling comfortable <laughs> going to anonymous source. Yeah. And I will say that when it comes, so this is where uh, actually a bone screw. We'll we'll talk. Uh, I'll talk about that for a second. Uh, a lot of times, it does make sense to work, you know, directly with someone who just lives and breathes that, uh, because that that's what their shop. Their shop is pro- probably ISO thirteen four eighty five certified, and they're working that world. Uh, um, now, our finishing service may be actually really good for that, because then they could go do, you know, the titanium anodized requirement or whatever they need, mm-hmm. um, and work through our finishing services that way. So we have a little bit of that, but it may not be the fabrication side. Where I've seen a lot of medical metal parts has been on the prototype level or cadavers environment level, which means like they're, you know, we're a lot cheaper than those shops uh, to to make a part. And if they're doing this to tr- figure out a new bone screw design or figuring out a new way to do this, they may be using us for rapid prototyping and iterations because it's a lot cheaper to do that on an iterative prototype side uh, with us than going straight to those fully qualified shops where. You know, you're the second that you touch a machine, you're already like two thousand dollars in. You know, so it's it's a different story there. Do you do any stuff with overseas? Yeah, so um, uh, is uh, primarily a domestic manufacturing partners. We have opened up uh, to some Chinese manufacturers uh, for our CNC sheet, um, uh, a little bit of injection molding, urethane casting. Uh, that's we actually have a, an option called Economy, uh, which will. Show that show that the source will be China, uh, for those that are interested, and and a lot of that is uh, you know there there can be significant savings uh, for example on on metal parts. So you'll give you'll you'll give like a choice when people submit it. You can yeah. say uh, maybe somewhere overseas, you know. Yeah, we like our economy option has that. But you have the same you have the same vetting and the same uh, quality control. Yeah, actually, yeah, and and that's uh, it, it, you know, it's uh, really interesting because we have our our awesome operations and partner management team. Uh, we actually have full time employees that are over um over with these shops, uh, sorry, that we're hitting quality, you know, and and uh, and vetting them out. So we we are very very careful in our international movements, uh, for sure. Uh, but it's something where we we see zometry again uh, as the future goes on, as this expansive network to just make manufacturing really accessible for those who need it. And really easy for those who need work to take it. Uh, so we're we're kind of uh, hitting both uh, sides of things. Very interesting. Okay, so in addition, okay, so you're the part, your partner network, your quoting engine. People have need some custom stuff. They don't feel like doing it themselves. You do the overflow, mm-hmm. and then I saw on your site, you know, you supply materials and yeah, um, and and say like tooling or. Yeah, so Zometry Supplies uh, started up. Actually, I think that was a 2019 one as well. Um, and we have we na- it's crazy. It started how up. How long and then is, all wait wait before, before I know I keep interrupting you, but oh yeah, how long has Zometry been around? Five years. Yeah, five years. Um, so we were founded in uh, really late 2013, but basically 2014 uh, was where we founded. Like that's when we started doing work. I actually joined on the team early 2014 as well. Uh, so I've seen us go from like a conference table up to near 300 employees. What was the first service you did? Uh, so we we started off with uh, CNC machining, um, and we also had a few additive manufacturing uh, options for plastics and metals. Uh, so. Um, 
from from there we went sheet metal and then we just started expanding all our offerings as well as it's not just right it's not just you're not just cnc machining one material right so we also have you know dozens and dozens of materials under each one of these offerings that we've we've expanded out to and and then after that the materials supplying and the yeah when did that come Zometry supply started off, uh, it's, I think it's just about a year old or so. And what's really interesting about this is it's for everybody. I mean, you could go on right now and order some, you know, order some sheet, or sheet metal or um, metal plates, uh, 6061 raw materials, uh, end mills, uh, various uh, types of uh, drill, drill sets, things that kind of are accoutrements to machining work. Cutting tools? Yeah, cutting tools. So exactly. you'll, you'll, you'll go to like Sandvik or Kenna Metal and they'll supply you? Yeah, so we we actually um, one of our one of our starts to this was we actually purchased a um, tooling supplier facility, and we actually have our own uh, raw material preparation facility for the raw stock uh, that we're working in. We we also are partnering again with Samvic and uh, and other um, major brands uh, for our, for our zometry supplies where they're also doing the fulfillment. So here's the beautiful thing about this: uh, say you are a manufacturing partner, it's kind of like a win win win. If you're a manufacturing partner on our on our network and you're looking at a job and say it's a you know you're looking at a sixteen hundred dollar aluminum sixty sixty one job, we have something called Quick Buy uh, that we just released, which actually takes a look at that. And when you're looking, you could click on the Quick Buy and actually review and look at the cost for the raw stock material, and you could even buy it against the offer that you have. So say you have say sometimes a cash flow issue could be hey I just need a cash flow for this material and then I got to start this job you could actually kind of buy it against the job job offer price uh, through our supply site we ship that day so when you buy material we ship that day so you're able to get started on your project sooner uh, and integrate it all within this you know one really smooth interaction so you can get your job get your material and get started you know within a basically a business day. So what are the like what are the brass companies and whatever metal people think of you? I, I think or you're, again, just, you're kind of distributing for them. It, it's yeah, it's it's kind of hand in hand, right? We we do offer materials. We also partner uh, with these um, with other, other folks, and again, we're we're working with you know major uh, uh, major suppliers for this. Uh, and I, I think it's a win-win because we really do like we've we've almost turned into this accidental manufacturer's rep of you know three thousand growing stronger every day, and uh, and that gives that allows us to get some leverage and some better pricing, which then we could actually roll back and not only offer that to our manufacturing partners but also offer that to the the audience as a whole. So even like we even for example Osometry Supplies, we have folks that are purchasing from that have really nothing to do with zometry they just like our prices and they're you know they're buying hardware uh through us interesting um i i also want to mention one other thing uh if you are a partner because again it's a win-win-win yeah with that whole kind of manufacturing rep mentality where we have this large network with access to it and some of the cool things like we have with our investors like dell for example is an investor of ours we're actually we actually have a program called shop advantage uh for our manufacturing partners and uh, it's stuff like discounts on buying like Dell computers. Uh, we have discounts with Office Depot, um, Hertz, uh, rental car, Sandvik, uh, online metals. Interesting. I think if you want to, if you want to purchase kind of a gold membership with Alibaba, like we have something that, uh, that you can, uh, get some discounts, uh, there for advertisements for, um, we have folks that do sustainable plastic that we have some discounts for, uh, even, uh, manufacturing financing. Uh, we have, uh, we have a connection there. So 
we're, we're building more and more up to kind of empower. Again, we, we want to make manufacturers better, right? We actually want to empower them. Sounds like you're really getting an amazing network. It's cool. Who hates you guys? Who hates us? Uh, I don't think, you know. Or dislikes I, I, you. You're a pain in the ass because you're, you're making their... You're you're taking away somebody's job, or is you're taking? Are you taking away salespeople's jobs at machining companies? I don't think so because what we tend to what we tend to do. So I, I'm going to completely deflect the question in a, in, a, in a polite way, but it's like the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> but the uh, here, here's the thing is like we're not really taking away a salesperson's job. What we're actually doing is utilizing capacity that was already there. Because it's just easier to get work, so you're not you're not letting your spindle slow, spindle slow down and sit for a few days. You can actually take on more work and still focus on your key clients and get work through them too. So you know some some manufacturers use this as a primary business model. Uh, some use this to fill capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just hope that it's frequent. We 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 really like like we find our best partners are the ones who are uh, you know that are keeping a pace, it, whether it's a little bit or a lot of it. Uh, we we like that they, if they're keeping frequency up. Um, from a standpoint of competition, um, a, a lot of times we're, we're partnering with like, you know, people you would consider competitors, uh, on the manufacturing space. There are larger, uh, rapid prototyping companies that have like, basically their business model is a very big shop. Now th- th- those people in turn are actually taking work away from other manufacturers, right? Because that it's all going to that one shop. Since we're distributing, we're not really taking away work. We're actually we're actually being a storefront. Like we're a bigger storefront than most of these shops will ever mm-hmm. be. So we're actually are hopefully aggregating work and being able to distribute it out to those who could ag- get who could then access it. Um, but yeah, I think we are disrupting that market a little bit because there are some uh, you know established players that have had kind of a owned part of that, re- especially rapid prototyping uh, by having expansive technology driven shop. Uh, and with our our system, I think our system is a little bit more scalable. I see. So you're saying you you you're like there might be like a really big shop with tons of capability that they were bragging that they were the one stop shop. And now it's like, well, I'd rather just go to Zometry and they can source it out and I can, they can be my one stop shop. That's, that's what you're saying. Yeah. And we have a bigger box. So we, uh, we are working with real, you know, like real manufacturers who all have diversity of experience and we could actually do turnkey parts. So it's not just making the metal shape, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, installing inserts, it's doing finishing, it's part marking, laser engraving, stamping, silkscreen, um, inspection requirements, CMM, uh, if you need to do, you know, AS9100, FAI, it's, that is actually what we live and breathe every day. So we, we are reflecting, those individual, you know, top quality machine shop values, but we're scaling by a digital marketplace. Uh, and like I said, I, obviously I'm excited about it. Uh, and we have, yeah. we have just, we've had really successful growth, um, but uh, all, it really comes down to empowering those manufacturers, not taking from them. Like we're, we're trying to give them more love and, and it actually uh, is beneficial for everybody. Yeah. How can somebody feel secure that when they submit their job to you, and it goes to one of your partners that they're not going to just steal it and go, ah, we have people who want this part kind of like this. And, you know, I, this, is, this is a great opportunity. So, so obviously we have partner agreements and NDAs in place with everybody that we work with. Uh, that's, you know, that's step one. Uh, Zometry's uh, digital supply chain is actually more secure than probably how most people are traditionally RFQ, which mm-hmm. is email chains. Um, you, we actually using a go, like GovCloud, which is essentially the same type of uh, cloud uh, 
um, basically, you know, cloud drives that the government uses for secure work uh, that we're we're working with information from. All access, uh, all parts are actually given individual, unique internal ID names, uh, so that we don't uh, we don't relate who's buying it with us with those parts. So that information is uh, typically obscured from the uh, um, from the ma- manufacturer. Okay. We take a lot of steps to make sure that that data is tightly controlled. Like they're using our job board for this work. They are using um, our our system. So we have this digital supply chain system that really helps through with that. And again, like we, I, I could tell you that uh, uh, who we vet, who we work with, you know, is, is extremely important to us as as we grow out our business. You know, we would not be in business if we were taking IP. And how are you guys making your money? Are you guys getting a little, your your you get to shave a little commission there? From our business model, it's it's very simple. Like we have um we have the price that the the customer pays. Uh, there's a price that the manufacturer takes to work at. There's a difference there. Are you transparent about it or not? Uh, about how much you're taking? We're, we're yeah we're, we're we're transparent. I mean, so you're taking uh, like a like a you tell them we're taking X percent. You don't go. Uh, Hey, uh, this is the price, and then you know how much the other guy gave you. Because look, it's legit either way. I'm I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just curious. Uh, it's not like that. It's not like you you see it right on the right on the take. Uh, but we're we're working on the market fair price for the manufacturer's take rate, and we're working on the market fair price for a customer's take rate. And there's usually a delta in between that, and that's that's what we're working on. So you know, some it, you know, very often it's around twenty percent. Awesome. Thanks so much, Greg. Yeah, thank you, Noah. Uh, pleasure being on the podcast. And uh, anything, anytime you want to talk zometry, if you want to have us back on again, or uh, even if you and I just want to talk shop for a little bit, I'm always happy to do that. For, for people who uh, want to know more, where should they go online for zometry? Yeah, well, uh, zometry.com is X-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. Uh, from there, you can also check out uh, our supplies link, um, the become a partner link, which is obviously if you're interested in being a manufacturing partner. And then of course our finishing services, which is better for like production work that needs specialized finishing, uh, is, is a really awesome option. My email address, so I'm Greg Paulson, uh, G Paulson at zometry.com. So G P A U L S E N at X O M E T R Y. Uh, we'll, we'll get to me and what's good about me is I'm kind of a hub. I know everybody in the company, so I'm usually able to, get you networked with whoever you need, whether it is a you know direct sales requirement or if it's something working as a manufacturing partner or business opportunities, I'm happy, I'm happy to help there.